0: a podcast all in one place if you guys want to get in on it make sure you download the free anchor app or just simply go to anchor.fm to get started what a crazy what an insane nxt takeover toronto coming around the second time and man nxt takeover once again didn't disappoint i get my little self tongue tied here let's break down nxt takeover toronto and see just what stole the show (laughs) baby You're listening to OK Faith, your source for the best and wackiest talk of pro wrestling. And now, someone who thinks he's over. Here's Connor, aka OK Fabe. Man, what a mark! What is going on, everybody? It's your aka OK Here, welcome, guys, to our NXT. TakeOver Toronto 2 Full show results in review here As we're going to cover and break down the entire TakeOver show Man, what a match What a way to end it with that I don't even think they gave it an official title As far as what that match was uh, called Like they just said it was a uh, Um extreme cage we didn't even really get what the name of that was but the hell of a finish between adam cole and johnny gargano two out of three falls Uh, a lot of people referring it to as the three stages of hell match for the nxt championship absolutely i mean just insane matchup uh there were some lulls in this show no questions asked but uh definitely pretty solid across the board nxt takeover man uh does not seem to disappoint uh when it comes to uh big time matches that is for damn sure but there were some lulls in between and we're gonna break down the entire card for you guys in this night uh but man what a finish with that uh <clears throat> and an extreme cage match that we just saw between adam cole and johnny gargano you have to know that that has to be that has to be the final one that has to be the final matchup between these two guys i, I think at this point unless you're gonna make it um you know, a Hell in a Cell match at this point, there's really nothing else you can do. And I don't think you're going to ever see a Hell in a Cell in NXT, but I mean, good God, that was was probably as close to one as you're going to get. And uh, I am certainly not disappointed in that one. Maybe you guys felt differently. We did have some other things happen on TakeOver Toronto, but interestingly enough, no championships changing hands. We're going to break down all that for you in just a little bit. Of course, you guys in the routine, you guys in the whole deal. Love to hear your thoughts. If you guys are live here on the channel, youtube.com slash OK or if you guys are listening to us on all the major audio podcasting platforms we're of course on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher Radio and all that fun jazz. So make sure you guys give us an awesome Dave Meltzer five star rating over there. And If you guys are new to the channel, hit that sub button so you guys uh, can get notified every time we go live. It is Summer Slam weekend and trust me, it is been a crazy weekend um already and we're just kicking things off with takeover toronto and of course we'll be live tomorrow right after SummerSlam 2019 absolutely insane uh crazy weekend uh kicking things off with takeover i mean it's hard to hard to top takeovers takeovers are always when it comes to these big four one of my favorites as far as you know shows go but um but yeah but uh We're going to talk about the whole thing in just a little bit. Of course, love to hear your thoughts in the chat. If you guys are joining us live, hit me up on social media, Twitter at OKFabe, because I will be live tweeting during – I almost said Monday Night Raw. I will be tweeting um, – we'll be tweeting during – uh, SummerSlam tomorrow night and I always love interacting with you guys here. A lot of you guys still filing in the chat and I appreciate that if you guys can let everybody know on social media that we are indeed live uh, talking NXT TakeOver Toronto. Of course, you guys can of course donate to the stream if you guys want to do- uh, donate. Streamlabs Super Chat links are both enabled if you guys want to donate directly to the show. Of course, we got our merch over at represent.com. Represent.com is the link is in the description. You guys can get some cool OK Fabe looking merch. Of course, also the bonus goodies over on the Patreon page and and, of course, make sure you hit us up, our friends, at WrestleRumble.com. Use that special, uh, oh, I almost said special coupon code. <laughs> we don't even have a special coupon code. Uh, hit up WrestleRumble.com and make sure you guys check out the Pick'em Contest. Still a chance to enter the SummerSlam one to get yourself a $1,000 cold hard cash. So make sure you guys get in on that. And make sure you let them know Mr. OK Fabe sent you. We got a lot of you guys still filing in the chat here. We've got, of course, Sean Gordon. We got Michael saying WTF no champ. He's still injured. He's still injured, man. Um, I was kind of actually not gonna lie, I was thinking that they were gonna maybe have some sort of run-in with Tommaso Champa that uh did not end up uh did not end up happening. We got Irish Dave dotry we got Sarah Small, we got Elias uh also in the chat. We got the man himself, Gorilla strong in the chat. We got Brandon, we have Vikes Van, we got Eli Bands. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and uh checking things out here for Takeover Toronto. This might be a shorter stream um than anticipated just because obviously takeovers are shorter only had five matches four championships but it's interesting because um you know uh, like i said it's not like the, the the this this takeover was perfect it is very hard to top uh nxt takeover new orleans from last year's wrestlemania which a lot of fans uh still arguing consider to be the greatest takeover um that they've ever done and uh you know when it, when you get to these takeovers you're gonna get like I hate to say it, you're gonna get some level of disappointment because unfortunately takeovers have set the bar so high that it's really hard to like say anything that that that's perfect, you know. But man, this was still a fun roller coaster of a show. And let's kick things off with, of course, first and foremost, the NXT tag team title match between Undisputed Heirs, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly against the Street Profits. Now, this one was interesting because um, I was kind of surprised that um, I was kind of surprised that this matchup went first. I thought for sure either Io Shirai uh, versus... Um, I thought Io Shirai versus uh, Candice LeRae would go first or the Triple Threat for the North American Championship just because I figured that it was going to be absolutely just craziness. We also got um, we've got Chris Beadle in chat. Really enjoyed the show tonight. Main event was the match of the night in my opinion. Least favorite was the Women's Championship, the, uh, though a solid takeover never disappoints. And Chris pretty much hits it on the nail on the head, you know? Um I think that definitely the women's matchup was the the weakest out of all of them, uh, which sucks because I was really looking forward to that. And I think that what they delivered in ring was decent, but we'll get to that in just a little bit. But let's get back real quick to the tag team title match. I thought the tag team title match was pretty fun. Um, definitely a slow-paced start, but definitely improved and picked up the pace as we got on, which I was very happy for because, you know, we hadn't really seen... Um, much of the Street Profits, uh, as far as the uh, as far as their you know their tag team skills on a bigger stage, you know, um, the tag team of Street Profits being the champions, you know, them being champions, haven't really seen a lot of credibility. I mean, they they've won obviously from Takeover twenty five, and they've been champions for a few months, but to me, this was a definite a um, uh, building block in the right direction to make them a very credible established tag team, and let alone a credible set of tag team champions. So this was definitely a must-need they I I think they 100% delivered. Angelo Dawkins uh was in my opinion the MVP of the whole thing. Um, beautiful tag team uh, action from both. Loved seeing the the four men get in there and really go at it. Um, like I said, slower start to the match, but once you got through that halfway point, through past that, like you know, like the dull stage, man, it kicked up into high gear and it was a treat to watch. Uh, Street profits retaining instantly made me a little nervous about the fact that, well, um, the fact that maybe undisputed era aren't gonna be ones walking out of um, walking out of takeover Toronto uh as champions so it made me a little nervous because everything i was predicting was based a lot of and i'm sure everybody else was the same but like basing off of the fact that you know uh that they were going to that the undisputed air was either going to get a clean sweep or they were going to lose all the belts and so a lot of people immediately started speculating uh oh well wait if if they didn't win the tag team titles does that mean that you know Undisputed Era might be losing all the belts? Does this mean they might get called up? It just started throwing Twitterverse into a pandemonium, and uh, well, we'll get to that. thank God it wasn't the case. Um, next up, we actually had Io Shirai going one on one with Candice LeRae, and I told you guys that of all the matches of, of, the, of the show, the one that I that didn't really I don't want to say didn't have a lot of build because obviously it was built around the idea of Io Shirai. Taking you know turning uh, turning on our best friend Candace, we talked about this on uh the preview prediction on the okay Fabe show last night It's not that there wasn't build to this, it's just that it wasn't you know a main focal point, but it was pretty big that they had a second women's matchup on the show uh on NXT takeover, which was pretty big and pretty awesome. that wasn't involving the championship. This one to me, was very, very well done now, I know a lot of people. We're kind of tuning out a little bit about this matchup. Um, I think, you know, compared to the other women's matchup, it's kind of a bummer. But in, in, in any case, this one was really good to me, and I actually like this matchup a lot more because what they did was they told a, a pretty good story, although once once I saw the video package air and I, shot, and I saw that it was just them focusing on Io Shirai turning into this new character, really didn't hear anything from Candice LeRae Really didn't focus on Candice LeRae that much as far as the the promo video goes. I pretty much knew I'm like, okay, well, that means that Io's going to win this one. And I knew I was already wrong Um, because the bigger picture was that they're trying to create a new female star in Io Shirai as this new heel. And they definitely did. I think Candice put on a hell of a performance for her first major takeover uh, in an actual wrestling match, as opposed to just being side support character for uh, one Johnny Wrestling. But in any case, they did something very similar to the tag team title match where you had um, you had a slow build, a very slow start. But then once things start picking up, and you start near fall after near fall, kick out after kick out. It really started to get interesting, and really was a lot of fun to watch, especially a lot of the crazy combinations. There was a lot of times where I thought legit that um, that Candice was going to get the win here, even though, again, once I saw the video packet, it was like, ah, geez, they're really just focusing on on, on Io Shirai, aren't they? So it's really going to be about her. And then ultimately, we got we got our finish uh, with Io Shirai getting the victory over Candice LeRae, which is which is kind of tough, but at the same time, it it does it does make sense because again, they're building into this new character or rather this new heel version of this character. I should say, um, with, like like I said, the the big thing with me is that I love that they they built a story about like Candace betrayal, trying to show that she can, you know, go, go after her former best friend. EO saying, I have, you know, I can, I don't need anybody, blah, blah, blah. Definitely a lot of, a lot more, um, Sorry, there's a weird background into a neighbor's house. So it's like, what the hell's going on? Um, definitely fun. But uh, let's give some love to the chat real quick because we do have a lot of you guys already killing it right now. And um, we got Irish Day Dotry, We've got um, Matt the Misfit saying, it's a tradition of the tag title start takeover. I didn't know that. Uh, Gerald Murphy, if that main event happened in Japan, Uncle Dave would be throwing stars at it. Listen, if I had some stars, I'd throw them right now over at, at, at that matchup, the main event. We're going to get to that one, trust me. Um, Kendra Robinson, me to, uh, to era will take all the title. I was wrong. Um, well, yeah, but we'll get to that. Uh, always look cool. 729 says I wouldn't call this an A plus show. I still think that the first Toronto was a bit better. I, I, I definitely agree with you on that, but this was very close. Either this event is a B plus or a, I think that uh, ultimately the, pri- the 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 re- the only downfall of this of this show, as I was going to get to in a second, is the women's championship match, and I know we're kind of bouncing all over the place a little bit, but um, that to me was unfortunately the downfall of the show. But like I said, Io Shirai, Candice, the I would definitely recommend checking out, and so would I also for the other big matchup that I really thoroughly enjoyed, which was of course, um, well, it was supposed to be the NXT uh north american championship matchup that was actually next but instead we got treated to an impromptu brawl between matt riddle and um and killian dane now i really like this for a lot of reasons because obviously they have investment in matt riddle you know it's going to be a matter of time before he becomes either north american or nxt champion um i've heard rumblings they might even bump him up to the nxt title almost instantly uh and based off of what we saw in the main event tonight That might be very well true. That being said, however, I did like the fact that they kind of at least reminded you of this. They had, of course, um, they were supposed to have a match the week before on NXT TV. That didn't happen. They're having the brawl now, and they're being separated out. So it's smart. They're 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 investing obviously in a future angle. And considering, I'm assuming the next NXT takeover is gonna be during Survivor Series weekend in uh, you know about three months or so. You're you're trying to get a long term build at least out of this. So smart move. Uh, the brawl was what it was. I did love the fact that Matt Riddle actually kicked the crap out of security. Um, I thought that was just kind of funny to me because whatever you beat up security, it's like oh no, the poor security team. When we all know exactly what the is, you know, it just always gets me a little chuckle there. Um, although that's secure, I did love. It was weird that like Killian Dane did like a um a side effect to Matt Riddle off of the stage, and he took a security guard with him. I don't know why he felt the need to take a security guard with him, but I'll f- fine. Okay, um, be that as it may, still a cute little brawl, nothing too 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 crazy. Uh, but I did love the the kind of um unpredictable nature, or at least they're trying to create with these takeovers. And again, at the same time, even though you may not have a match to take over, you might have a moment. So you never know. Oh, Seth Rollins crashed a takeover. Why couldn't Matt Riddle, bro? Why couldn't Matt Let's talk about the match that I really enjoyed out of all of them. That is, of course, well, one of them, I should say, anyway. The NXT North American Championship match. Triple Threat, Pete Dunne, Velveteen, Dream, and Roderick Strong. Like I said in my predictions, I really didn't care. No offense. I really didn't care who who won this one. Because to me, at the end of the day, it didn't matter. It was going to be a win across the board as far as I was concerned when it came to this matchup. And I was... Um, I was not disappointed. I think that this matchup, and this is going to be a weird thing to say, I think this matchup was, how do I put this, not as crazy as I thought it was going to be, um, but I'm certainly in not the least bit of way complaining. I had a weird feeling that either Velveteen Dream was going to, you know, lose the North American championship by not being pinned and they setting up a future thing in the future, or we got exactly what we got, which is one of the guys being able to beat the other guy, and then Velveteen Dream just kind of sneaks in and gets the victory. Um, however, the big compliment I give to these three men individually is the fact they were able to pull off one of my favorite triple threat matches I've seen in recent memory, in a long time, and triple threat matches in general are very, very hard to pull off. So to be able to do it the way they did it was very fun. It was clever. They were able to rotate themselves in the right way. I did like how they used Velveteen Dream and Pete Dunne. They kind of, uh, they kind of teased their first time going at it on a major platform for a while. I thought that was smart because I think that's really no offense to Roderick Strong. I think that's what a lot of people were looking to see and wanting to see. Um, the use of like Roderick Strong doing backbreaker over backbreaker, the use of Pete Dudley like breaking the to t- all that stuff was was really clever and just a lot of great action with all of them. Pete Dunn, of course, try to cover Roderick Strong. Velveteen Dream comes in with a diving elbow. By the way, that coast to coast elbow he did was nuts in between, like from ring post to ring post, absolutely insane. Um, so much stuff to see here. Uh, It it was just absolute chaos. I think that out of all the matches, you know, at this point, I saw the, the, this matchup was like, well, you know, this, this is probably going to be the match of the night. Man, was I, was I, was I completely wrong? And boy, howdy, I am not complaining that I am wrong. Trust me on that. Um, but unfortunately we did have to, uh, we did have the next matchup, which unfortunately for a lot of us fans was the weakest match on the card, that was the women's championship between Shayna Baszler and Mia Yim. Um, I like both these women. I love Shayna Baszler. I think she's a great dominant champion. I like Mia Yim. I liked her before coming into WWE. And truth be told, I actually liked this uh the way the match progressed. Generally speaking. You know, they were trying to tell the story of you know, Shayna Baszler was fighting Mia Yim. They never she never fought anybody like Mia Yim before. Uh, and then you come into uh, you know me and Yim doing all these different dirty tricks like pulling on the teeth, the, the gum, the hair, the slack. It was it was different, but unfortunately uh, the crowd was just not into this. And shout out to everybody who, of course, uh, you know, uh, part of the community who are at the show. Of course, I know uh, Vintage Dream, Spaz Phoenix, uh, a bunch of you guys were there. I shout out to Sir Cardinal who's also there uh, at uh, at the show, um, and. Unfortunately, it was just it just it wasn't quite there i I thought that this excuse me, I thought the psychology was very, very good, honestly. I'm not saying the match was good. I'm saying the psychology was uh somewhat smart. I just think that the crowd really wasn't that into it and i and I can certainly understand why coming off of you know that chaotic triple threat, and on top of that, there were just things that weren't translating well um It it just, it was, it was, it was, it was meh. And and it's not that we run into that same problem again about the whole, you know, the women's division and then building up the stars. I thought they did a good job building up Mia Yim in this case. It's just that this matchup was just, just off. I'm not saying it was a, a horrific match, but just not, not right up there. I'm sorry. It's not really wasn't, wasn't their day. Um, Shayna retaining was a bit shocking to me. And and, and the reason I say Shayna retaining was shocking to me was for two reasons. One, you had a very unique situation going into this match with Mia Yim taking out the Horsewoman the way she did. Um, uh, and on top of that, the fact that we had, again, Io Shirai winning earlier because I thought, well, okay, if they're going to have Io Shirai be the next big heel, maybe this means that Mia is going to take the belt and we're going to have Mia versus Shirai at the next you know, take over, that was my guess, but obviously not the case, um, I did love how Mia, like, got her number with, like, a lot of different maneuvers, by the way, I did see, of course, the entrance, where, of course, she was, like, you know, um, you know, forearm, uh, tapping all the, all the people of her entrance, and she missed the redhead at the very end of the one with the red hair, constant hilarious meme on that one on Twitter, that's, that's, of course, gonna haunt her for a while, unfortunately, but, um yeah, just unfortunately it just was a somewhat blase match, which sucked. I was looking forward to this one and hoping it was a little bit better, but that was honestly the only lull of the show in my opinion. Because then, oh boy, we got the NXT Championship, two out of three falls match, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, Bay Bay for the NXT Championship. Whew, this was a lot. This was a lot to take in and a lot to handle. Um yeah. I I don't even know what to say about this one. I mean, this one's I, I honestly don't know how to uh, even to go on to this. So th- this one sort of disappointed me in some cases only because to me the 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 psychology was a little weird. I'm not saying that the match wasn't fantastic. Definitely match of the night. There's no questions asked about that. They these two literally killed each other. This reminded me a lot of the gargano Champa rivalry and just the intensity, which is very interesting considering that, you know, Ciampa getting injured kind of spearheaded the whole thing, and this has to be. This has to be the last match um, between the two of them. There's no—you can't—like I said at the beginning, unless they're doing a Hell in a Cell match, uh, unless they're doing a Hell in a Cell match after this, which I doubt they are because the next one would be War Games— so there's no why well, you know, there's they're not gonna do a freaking war you know hell in a cell match during a war games show there's no way, um, there's not. But that being said, uh, it was just weird psychology because the first fall was the singles matchup. They were starting to wrestle each other. Cole uh, uh, Johnny Gargano just didn't care. Used the steel chair. Got himself intentionally disqualified. So, Cole gets the first victory. Then it switches to the street fight rules. And Gargano just beats the piss out of Adam Cole. And then ultimately resulting in in Johnny getting the victory in the second fall. And then the third fall, which was revealed during the pre-show for NXT TakeOver, was... And they did... Again, I don't even think they gave it an official name. It was the... It was a... Basically, a extreme steel cage match where you had a cage with barbed wire on top, surrounded by a ton of weapons with tables, ladders, chairs, sledgehammers, bar- you know, barbed wire, all sorts of crazy stuff just flying all over the place. And they used almost every single piece of it. I mean, they just beat the ever living hell at each other. Cole did a, uh, a Canadian destroyer off of a top turnbuckle, almost taking Johnny's head off. They just beat the ever-living hell out of each other on all three stages. Um, the finish, I had a feeling, would come to a, like, they, one just barely scraped away, but really to everyone's shock and dismay, and I think I speak for everybody here, uh, surprisingly, um, freaking Adam Cole retains. I did not see that coming. I would have sworn up and down, left and right, that the one to retain or that, that I figured Johnny Gargano would get the belt back. I could I would have sworn that Gargano would get the victory here and then it would make sense because you know the other members of an undisputed era didn't get a didn't uh, didn't get the get the job done. So and and a lot of people are theorizing maybe this means that you know they're all going to get called up, but no, Cole retains after they both are battling on top of a look like a glass table of some kind. And then wrapped in barbed wire, throwing themselves off, crashing through a table, and Adam Cole just slides and flops his arm over Johnny Gargano, the ref pins him one, two, three. Just craziness. Absolutely insanity, but absolutely loved it. I think that a lot of people were saying how uh, this was definitely one of the top TakeOver matches. I 100 percent agree uh i think that you know you look back at some of the big takeover main events this has to rank right up there uh i'm gonna repeat over and over again i do not think we're gonna see cole versus johnny gargano again i know matt the Misfit in the chat was saying you know maybe this means that we're gonna get um we're gonna get uh uh johnny gargano called up Uh, maybe i I mean unless they think there's more money to be made in champa gargano um I don't know. It's just, um, I don't know. It, it's tough to say. I mean, I definitely think that, you know, as we were, I was talking to somebody else earlier in the chat uh, about the thoughts about the show, I think TakeOver Toronto was definitely a solid takeover from top to bottom. I think that... The the big high points for me were definitely the North American and the NXT Championship match. The lull obviously was the women's match. I thought Candice, The and Io Shirai definitely superseded expectations. I think the tag team title match honestly exceeded expectations. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, to to what Street Profits can do as future champions. You know, um. As far as what the future holds for takeovers and what the future holds for NXT, that is a very big question. Now, one thing I thought I mentioned since we uh, are not going to be talking about it this week on the Random Wrestling Podcast, since we'll be talking about SummerSlam, is of course the rumor that the NXT program will be coming two hours once they move, they make the move to FS1 very, very soon, and that's within a few uh, months, I believe, or a few weeks, I believe, of the uh, the Fox deal, or at least that's the rumor going around. Now, of course, is the question of whether this is going to impact, you know, NXT television and the programming going forward. It it really is hard to say. Now, I don't know if I I would I would venture to say that Undisputed Era ain't going anywhere. With Adam Cole being the champion, I doubt they would call them all up before Cole loses the title. Although they have called NXT champions up before before the before they drop the, the championship. Uh, so, question is where they go from here. Does Johnny Gargano get called up? Maybe. D- you know what happens with uh, what happens with undisputed era. Do they just continue to continue dominating. Who's the one that's going to be taken? You know who's going to dethrone Shayna Baszler. Who's going to dethrone Adam Cole? Who's going to be the next person to step up? Well, considering the undisputed era is still s- going strong, I wouldn't be surprised if we run into. Another matchup featuring the Undisputed Era at War Games again, which is uh, presumably the next NXT takeover show. Um really, it's anyone's guess where things can go. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a team of of striking young baby faces try to uh, upheave. I wouldn't be surprised if Johnny Gargano what I would like to see is maybe Johnny Gargano uh lead a team of babyfaces, and the stipulation is that if if um if Gargano's team wins, then maybe Gargano gets another shot or he leaves NXT, something something along those lines. I mean, granted, they've done the whole he'll leave NXT thing before, but um, maybe they'll mean it this time. Who knows? I thought NXT takeover Toronto was a very solid a solid takeover, not the best. Certainly not the worst, uh, but definitely some fun tidbits in between. Of course, I invite to hear what you guys have to say about NXT TakeOver Toronto. Hit me up in the comments and hit me up on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that fun jazz. Link is in the description box below. Of course, make sure you guys hit us up on the Represent Store for the merch, the Patreon page for the perks. Make sure you check out our friends at WrestleRumble.com and make sure you guys come back here to the YouTube channel, youtube.com OKFaber and join me live after SummerSlam. We'll break down the entire card and talk about the the pros the cons and everything in between thank you guys so much for tuning in i appreciate the continued love and support take care and as always take it easy thanks for listening be sure to follow OK fave on all social media youtube twitter facebook and instagram for more and for more bonus content head over to patreon and buy the merch this is OK fave can't be any worse than the finger poke of doom